Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters to Go. We are the Satellite Sisters. Welcome to the show. It is Sunday, September 22nd. Wow, September has flown by. I am Liz Dolan. I'm in Santa Monica, California. Joined on the line by three of my sisters. Oh, yeah, four out of five today. I think we're doing pretty well this week. Uh, Monica Dolan, you're in Portland, Oregon. We haven't heard from you from, for a few weeks. Yes, I have lots of news to share. <laughs> Inside and out, I understand. Yes. <laughs> uh, Sheila Dolan, also known as Puffy Letters 2 now. Every every week, Sheila has a new Skype handle because, for whatever reason, the previous Skype handle has failed to uh, operate. So, Puffy Letters 2, welcome back to the show. I'm, I'm feeling strong. The first day of fall, I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> and Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas, uh, what did you get up to this week? Uh, well, quite a bit, Liz. I, I think the big news is that uh, Leon and I launched the Tuesday show. That's right. A second podcast from Satellite Sisters every week, hopefully on Tuesday. That's the plan. And we got a very good response to our first show. So we're going to do a lot of trends on Tuesday. I, you know, things that we think are good trends, things that are not so good good as trends. Mm -hmm. uh, but, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and, uh, and certainly having a lot of fun. But we're off to a hot start, Liz. I enjoyed it a lot. I listened to Tuesday night. I also noticed, this is the part I like, the promotion within the show. You know, if you listen to us on... Stitcher, one of the things Stitcher lets you do is give a show a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So if you give us a thumbs up, we didn't realize how important that was until last week. Someone told us that was important. And so you guys mentioned it on the Tuesday show. And just by enough of you out there giving uh, Satellite Sisters the thumbs up, we made the What's Hot on Stitcher list on Tuesday. So bravo, Julie and Leah, for right. the, big, the debut of the Tuesday show. Okay, thumbs up for everybody. So you can do it. It's really easy. You don't have to write anything. Just click on the little thumb there. Okay. Yeah, and if you listen to us on iTunes, just be sure you've subscribed to the show because that is good for us too. Um, okay, other activity you're out there doing on our behalf, which we are grateful for, is the Satellite Sisters September Fitness Challenge, which is going on at DailyMile.com. Uh, thank you, Mari, for organizing that whole thing. It is walkers and runners who are posting their mileage uh, every day during the month of September. There's, so there's eight days left. I see the standings right now. Arena is number one. Mari is number two. Marie is number three. And a special shout-out to Allison, who decided that we needed prizes for this. So Ooh. Allison is voluntarily putting together a spa box for the winner wow. of the Satellite Sisters September Challenge. So, well done, sisters. Liz, am I in last place? <laughs> because I, I joined, and there was some enthusiasm in the beginning. I do have some miles to post. Yes. I, I've just gotten behind on the posting. 
Same with me, Monica. I think I'm officially down as having accumulated six miles so far this month. It's been a lot more than that. I'm just having a little, some sync issues, some connectivity issues that I haven't really spent the time that it would take to sort them out. So uh, you're not the only one near the bottom, Monica. There's clearly a group of people that signed up and then never quite got around to posting. But it doesn't matter. It's all about participation, and September will be September, and then we'll try it again in October, and we'll have a few more people in October. But the idea is you're all out this doing together, doing this together, and we support that whether or not we're really doing it. (laughs) (laughs) We love that you're doing it. Yes, exactly, exactly. And you can't, Sheila, I know you do a lot of miles in the pool. There's no way you can log your miles in the pool on Daily Mile. It's just walking and running and, uh, but no, nothing in the water. Okay. All right. Well, that's it then. I can't post. <laughs> I'm off. I'm off the hook. If, if you could find the website. <laughs> it be the first challenge for you. I'll send you the link. I'll send okay, you the link. Send me. Okay. The next month. Well, ladies, I, I know I haven't seen you for a couple of weeks or you haven't heard from me, but I've been busy. Uh, okay, busy good. Good. Yeah, worked uh, 12 days in a row. Um, yesterday was my first day off, so had to do a little react, relaxing. But I have happy news to tell you. I finally had my colonoscopy done. Okay. Woohoo! Oh, so <laughs> yeah. I'm Happy, happy, happy. With the full colonoscopy report. I mean, not the findings, but I just want I have I have some tips and tricks for people that are considering getting a colonoscopy, which it's recommended that you get one when you turn 50. So, you know, heads up to all those millennials out there listening. You can tell your mothers about this, <laughs> about my tips and tricks. You know, I know Katie Couric did hers live on the Today Show. Um I'm not going to be doing that here this morning. <laughs> you wouldn't even recommend that. No. I just, I, I had so much fear about the procedure. And I was generally lazy. And that's why I put it off for a couple of years. That's but, a powerful combination, fear and laziness. <laughs> fear and laziness. And, and like everyone says, and I'm going to say the words now, it's not the exam that's bad. It's the prep. It's the preparation for the exam. Now, I just pictured myself in a compromising position with just being fully aware of what was going on in the exam room with like a team of doctors standing, you know, on my backside. And I just, I, that, that's why I, I didn't want to do it. But everyone said, don't worry, you'll be out. And that is true. You are out. So I just want to say the, the the prep is not is not fun. I mean, you have to prepare mm-hmm. yourself for it mentally and physically. Yeah, and you know you have to have everything clean. Yeah, okay. What yeah, do you mean? Well, everything has to be cleaned out. Oh, everything it, inside, right? Yeah. Inside, <laughs> in your GI tract, and yes. if it isn't, then the doctor can't get a good picture, and you know. The, the exam is not that valuable, so... Just oh, I thought you meant you needed your cl- house clean before you started. <laughs> like, that's because that's what you would do? Well, it doesn't make any difference during the prep. I mean, really? It's, no, it really doesn't. <laughs> Sheila, I, they sent me, like, a three-page 
three pages of directions the week before, and I, I read those 20 times. And I my favorite one was wear loose clothing. <laughs> oh, <God>. no <laughs> kidding. I would say just wear no clothing because it's just – and just um, – you know, don't go to work. I mean, you can't go to work. No, you can't go to work. So I planned the exam for Monday. So I would start the prep on Sunday. And then I took Monday off from work. Obviously, you cannot go to work. Um, so I think that was the best plan for me. And you have to drink clear liquids for uh-huh. the day before your exam um, and the day, the morning of your exam. But I started the clear liquids on Saturday just to get a jump on the oh, wow. the whole cleaning oh. out process. Do not go on colonoscopy prep chat rooms. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because I did that. And it was frightening. Frightening the stuff people were posting on there. Um, so, you know, just read the direction. So you, the, the deal is they give you a liter, or wait, a gallon, I, I get those two confused, or maybe it's two gallons. It's, it's uh, a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of this, of this stuff called go lightly, which is a <laughs> euphemism. I mean, it's so vile. I, I just can't even believe that, uh, that I got it down. I mean, every sip of it to me was uh, uh, like, I, it was so hard for me to get uh, through the press. Uh, I'm there with you, Sheila. I I barfed up the second glass of it, and I thought, well, I'm really in trouble here because I have, like, 16 <laughs> glasses to go. So I just remembered what Mom used to say, mind over matter. Yeah. And so oh, wow. I, I had a little station set up in my kitchen where I had the gallon jug of Go Lightly, and you have to drink a, a half a gallon of it in an hour, which is really hard to do. That's almost constant drinking of this blarfy. It's not. It looks like water, but it's not water. And uh, so, hello. Did you chill yours down and drink oh, it? Oh, I, I, Julie, water? I chilled it. I added the pineapple flavoring. Um, <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Yummy. It came, it came with pineapple flavoring. I, here, here's what I did. I had my little station with the Go Lightly, and then I got <coughs> orange popsicles. And then I got a cold, wet washcloth. <laughs> Which is good for anything. So it's I... Like s- childbirth and, you know, a bloody nose. <laughs> you can get exactly. a cold, wet Yeah. Right. I mean, I was mopping my brow and, like, you know, just wiping my mouth. So I, I would suck on the orange popsicles. I highly recommend popsicles. To no one ever told me that. Yeah, suck yeah. the Well, you should have gone to the colonoscopy chat rooms. <laughs> you suck on the orange popsicles, then you glug that stuff down, then you just wipe your face with the cold, wet washcloth, and you're good for 10 minutes. And then you have to stand there another 10 minutes. Well, okay. Yeah. Let's fast forward to the next day when I had to drink the second half gallon. And uh, then I'm off to the test. So the prep is bad, but the test is not bad. My friend Alice brought me. You have to have someone drive you there and pick you up. You can't take a cab. And I know for most people that's easy. They have family. I don't have any family here. 
So I asked a friend of mine, and she was just so happy she got to take the day off from work to do this for me. So <laughs> that's nice. Added added bonus. So I get to the exam, and I go to the clinic, and I work at OHSU. So they have this absolutely beautiful, brand new building and this clinic and I went in to and I got in my gown and got on the little stretcher and it was so cozy in there when the nurse came in she's like I'm gonna take your vital signs I said I wish you were coming in here to give me a facial right now Turn that cold washcloth into a hot washcloth. I know. It, it did have some sort of day spa. It did. I know. Mine did, too. Muted colors. It was very, very nice. It would have been so much better just to have a facial. But they wheeled me into, they wheeled me into the exam room, and then the nurse, you know, you have an IV in. Uh, she said, I'm going to give you some medication. And I said, well, is this when I start saying all sorts of crazy stuff and she said well i certainly hope so that was <laughs> and then they must hear I, it all then i didn't i didn't remember a thing no yeah you're you're out you're out it's I, nice you, nice little rest it's better than a facial monica i mean it's 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 michael jackson's i mean drug of choice it's like it's so weird that he did that all the time because you you, you are you're basically completely gone you're gone and you don't remember <laughs> anything that happened and i woke up in my beautiful little day spa room and the, the nurse is like well have something to drink and stand up now we're go you're gonna be discharged i was, felt like saying i'd like to stay here for a more hours and this is a nice feeling i'm having it's a, it's a, it's a nice rest Yes, yeah. it was. It was. And so I, I got home, and luckily the exam was normal, so that's good. So you don't have oh, to. Oh, that's very important. Got 10 years to stock up on orange popsicles before <laughs> I do that again. Um, and I got home, and I had a little. So I, I bought myself a little Stouffer's macaroni and cheese. Mm. <laughs> Yum. Celebrate. Now that'll just fill you right back up. <laughs> it filled me up. That's, that's what I ate after the colonoscopy. I got home. It was cozy in my house. I took the best five-hour nap I've ever had in my life. And I woke up a new woman. Wow. Oh, Dave, well, that's a great story. Macaroni and cheese. That's exactly what a nice clean colon is asking for. <laughs> yeah, Monica, usually you have that. Uh, that's the other bonus after the colonoscopy is that sense of lightness because. Uh, yes, you've you lost some weight. Yes, yes. but So you have to start immediately putting it back on. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought, Liz. <laughs> Do not fear the colonoscopy. Oh, wow, Monica. Well, good for you. I'm glad yep. you finally went through with it. Yep. All right. Well, I already had mine, um, but uh, let's see. So I'm coming up on a birthday, as everybody knows, next That's Monday. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I didn't realize it was next Monday, but I knew it was imminent. Uh, hey, okay. I, got, I got in early with a card, right, Sheila? So Julie sent me a great card. And, um, no, it's okay that you guys are not in on it because I want to share my three-pronged plan for my birthday this year. Okay. Okay. So um, one prong is a very important prong. Just no mention of my age at all or that I look good for my age <laughs> or like cards that say, you know, you're not getting older, you're getting better. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I'm in total denial. 
and I want to stay that way. Okay. So, we can so, support that by not yeah. sending you any birthday cards at all. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to just tune into the fact that I'm a certain age. I just, it's just not important anymore. And um, so I'm just glossing over. Apparently it is. It is important, <laughs> but you don't want to talk about it. That's I'm okay. I'm glossing over it. And then, and then the second prong, of course, is spa services. Yes. So I think it's time for the Korean Day Spa again. Uh-huh. Um, and a nice. Yes, the Korean Day Spa. I mean, at the very least. There's no me, age limit at the Korean Day? <laughs> well, the thing is, I have to start celebrating my birthday on the Sunday. My birthday's on a Monday, which is a school night. And um, the third prong comes into that. So I have to start sent, spending, uh, celebrating my birthday on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm going to do a lot of spa services um, that day. Good idea. And then, and then <clears throat> the third prong, <clears throat> excuse me, which I mentioned to Julie yesterday was the reason it's okay that you don't send me cards is because I think I will be uh, actually spending my birthday with someone outside the family. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the first time in a very long time. How about this? So, so what does this mean? You have a date? I would like I have a, yeah I have a I have a gentleman caller and um we uh we are going to spend my birthday together. That's nice. It's very exciting. Does he you. know it's your birthday? <laughs> yes, he does. Okay. And he doesn't care how old I am, so that is important. <laughs> he doesn't know how. I was just going to say, does he even know? He doesn't, and okay. we're just, that's we're just going to keep it that way. <laughs> um. <laughs> Can we just say, like on the record, that there's nothing wrong with being the age that you are, even though we will not say what age that is? Okay, Liz. It's a perfectly fine age, Sheila. Okay. So that's it. And I think we have, like, dinner, you know, dinner is involved and maybe a show. Um, yeah. A show? Yeah, so. Ooh, a big, like, <laughs> big Monday night show? <laughs> dinner theater? What, what are you talking about? I don't know. Like, somebody, you know, he mentioned he's going to get tickets for something. I'm like... Great, get tickets. You know, that's fine. Can we can we get any more details <laughs> about your mystery mystery man, or do, or is that uh, is it too soon in the relationship? Well, I think it's too soon. I mean, I oh. think it, I think it, a good detail is that he's uh, very tall. <laughs> okay. okay, that is a good detail. And another detail, he's from Connecticut. Oh, okay. So I I think we share that. Okay, and. Um, <laughs> Is there someone from your past? No, he's not someone from my past. Oh, thank God. <laughs> he's not. He's not. A, he's not. He's not stalking me. He, he. No, we did not know each other before a couple of weeks ago. So that is a good thing, right, sisters? I think fresh start, Sheila. That's good. I think that's ha- can, Rasa. can we ask how you met, or is that also um, in the that's, vault? That's uh, that's on the DL right now, Liz. Okay, okay. We're just kind of, you know, we're laying some groundwork, and, Ooh, okay. <laughs> and you know, dinners, coffee, that kind of thing. Okay, shows. Nice. Yeah, shows. <laughs> I think that sounds really nice. That's the way to celebrate a birthday. Yeah. Right. So I'm very excited. So that's a three prong plan. I, I think it's a good one. You're going to look great after the whole day at the Korean spa. So it seems like uh, it should go well, Sheila. Thank you, Jewel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know you guys are dying to ask me more, and I'll tell you more. 
But um, I liked Julie's first question yesterday. Does he have a car? <laughs> well, Which actually he does not have a car. <laughs> He's actually a bike. He rides a bike. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. I, How, hope, I hope the show is close by. <laughs> or I hope it's not raining. Hope it's not raining. Yep. Yep. Um, I mean, I have the new C-Max. There's, you know. Yeah. We, we have that together. Yeah. And um, so everything's good. Everything's good with me. <clears throat> so the other thing, the other good news is um, I blew away the parents at Parents Night. And I think for the third year in the row, third year in a row, um, I had a total filibuster. <laughs> I basically, I talked for 40 minutes straight. When I asked for questions or comments, silence. And <laughs> I shut them down. Shut them down. I mean, there was nothing. They all started smiling. And um, I even did something I've never attempted to do, which was um, use a PowerPoint. Oh, nice. Well, and did did one of your third graders create that for you? Oh, I am just picturing that PowerPoint. Did one of Liam's kids create it for you? How did you? How did oh, you do a PowerPoint? I did, I, my teaching assistant did it. Oh. oh, I had no idea. So I just wrote out some stuff. She put it on a bunch of slides, and like went over it and over it and over it with me. She's like, "Press the the arrow. Press the arrow. Press the arrow." But the thing is that I know my stuff so well that I don't really l need to look at the PowerPoint. The PowerPoint was there just as a touch of technology, right? Yeah, yeah that's good. <laughs> just, you know, to, to pretend that I'm up to date and things like that, right? And, and also to reassure your parents, you know, parents in Pasadena, about half of them seem to be rocket scientists at JPL, right? So, if actually, you... there was a rocket scientist in the front row. Yes, yeah. of course, of course. So, <laughs> if you can have a touch of technology in your presentation, I think those JPL parents find that reassuring. Right, and so total filibuster, no questions, no comments. And the nice thing about this group is I've had a lot of these parents before because I've had their older children. Mm -hmm. So uh, they're already in my back pocket. I mean, it's done. Like, it's, <laughs> that's no. good, Sheila. You want? I, I mean, parental support is really, really important, right? And it right. can it can make or break a year. I I mean, uh, that's great, Sheila. I mean, yes, that was a big milestone. So that's over. And um, you know, my birthday. I have plans for my birthday. Very excited. And um, and the only other thing I want to share is like I'm getting back on my food plan. I'm trying to. I'm trying to eat well. The th the th that the also had three prongs, too, didn't <laughs> it? It was, well, do you, Monica, do you remember my three-pronged food plan? No, I do not. I think it was fresh. Fresh. Hot and small. Oh, fresh, hot, and small. <laughs> okay. So I, but I was in Whole Foods the other day. Have you guys been in Whole Foods lately? Yes. <clears throat> I have, Sheila. Yeah. Okay. okay. Going on. <clears throat> well, okay, so the great thing about Whole Foods is it has, you know, you know, mountains of kale. Like, it, it was basically about vegetables and fruits. You know, great drinks. Every, you know, anything you want, organic, you got it. Lately, Whole Foods has branched out 
into some really crazy uh, marketing areas, Liz, okay. including selling LPs. <laughs> what? Yes, so I what? haven't been there in a long time. Oh, yeah, selling LPs. Like the, you've seen the clothes, right? Yes, right. And you've seen the Toms. Yes, footwear. But have yes. you, I need you to find the LPs that they're selling now. So you can actually buy records. Like vinyl records? Vinyl, Liz. <laughs> Vinyl wow. forever. I saw a bumper sticker yesterday. Did you Vinyl ever caught Ed buying an album at Whole Foods? Well, what's on it? I, I don't know. Like I, I didn't, I didn't even look because I was on my way to the, you know, the second floor in Pasadena, which has the prepared hot foods, which I love. Uh huh. Hot, hot, fresh, and small. <laughs> <laughs> but so and you think it would be embarrassing to be buying a vinyl record? Absolutely. Yeah. Why? Why is that embarrassing? I mean, because it's a food store. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, it's just a food store, Julie. So the and person who's buying it is just trying to be trendy or trying to. Well, yeah, Whole Foods is curating your whole life. <laughs> it's it's, the, it's the Whole Foods lifestyle <laughs> that they want you to embrace yes. if you have enough okay. money. So, yeah, they're going to offer everything. And speaking of money, the last thing I'll mention, again, new product at Whole Foods. You have to see it to believe it. David Lynch Coffee. <laughs> oh, what? No. Oh, yeah. David Lynch Coffee, $15.99 a pound. That's just insulting. <laughs> that's just, that's just, that's too far. It is too far. Yeah. It's, so that's that's what's happening there too. So I just think keep your eyes and ears open in Whole Foods. I think things are changing there, okay. and I think Liz, like we always went. You you talked about your kale salads. Yes. You know you were so into the prepared kale. You got me started going to Whole Foods. Uh huh. But, but now it's you'd be hard pressed to, to find, find the, the vegetables. Food. Yes. Where's the food? <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned kale because I even posted this on my. Facebook page the other night. I was doing some Friday night on my way home from work shopping, you know, which as has been established scientifically and by many satellite sisters all over the world, it is the worst possible time to shop for food, right? You make right. you make right. very poor food choices Friday night after work. Yes. So I was trying to stay in the lanes where I would be making the healthier food choices <laughs> instead of the worst food choices. <clears throat> And I actually, you, I mean, I am a lover of kale, but I actually, for the first time, bought, saw, and then purchased a product called Micro Kale. And so, so it's just little mini kale. Like, and you notice the mini, the mini vegetables have been taking over the vegetable aisle for several years anyway. You know, it started with the mini carrots. You know, now there's all the mini arugula, all the mini eggplant. Like, smaller vegetables seems to appeal to, I guess, to people like me who don't really like vegetables. So, um, so I felt kind of guilty buying micro kale because it just seemed like how big is it is it like the size of watercress or parsley uh, smaller than that monica smaller, smaller than parsley like it's, it, it's almost a sprout it's but but not quite a sprout it's like a little four-leaf clover if you it doesn't even <laughs> it doesn't well, even, I don't, it's, it's, what are you gonna get it, out of that 
<laughs> what am I going? I'm hoping that it has all the kale goodness without any of the kale bitterness. That's my hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'm, now I just put it on top of everything because it's micro enough so that you can just <laughs> throw it on top of whatever you're eating. So, so does that go on before or after the balsamic vinegar? I was going to say, this is going to be Liz's new go-to everything. Like crunchy kale toppings, kale in her cereal, uh-huh. kale on her hummus, yeah, yeah. kale yeah. in her pasta. Okay. okay. I, Julie, both of those things I did yesterday. <laughs> I, did, I did have a kale hummus combo. Oh, my God. You nailed it. You well, nailed because it. Because Michael Kale, you, it goes with everything. So uh, kale hummus combo was pretty good. The kale pasta combo didn't, the micro kale was just too micro to hold its own against the, uh, the penne. And uh, so it kind of, it didn't really work. But I was thinking that, you know, obviously kale is taking over our American diets. And I was kind of worried about that. That's why I felt guilty about buying micro kale. It seems like now I'm really on the slippery slope. But in today's New York Times, there's a story about a woman, an American woman, who is trying to introduce kale to the French, Julie. Julie, you just recently, did you read that story? I read that story, Liz. I said, this is the end of the world. Okay. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> really, you, you, you can go look at this online or you can buy an old-fashioned newspaper. It looks like a highly intelligent woman, and she's spending her life trying to introduce kale to the French. Okay? She, she looks like she could accomplish so much more in her life. <laughs> Just spreading more kale. I'm sick of kale. I hate kale. I mean, I, I mean yeah. Yeah. Well, you should try the micro kale because it's nothing like kale. That's why I tried it. But it's but poor Kristen, you're right. She has devoted herself to this, uh, and she's calling it, uh, interestingly enough, the kale project. And uh, oh my! God. And they make a point in the story of saying that in French, there's not even a word for kale. I think it, then that means just stop, just stop Don't. right now, Kristen. The, it's in, not going to be accepted in France. No, what they they call it in French. What 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 do you what is that going to mean? What is that going to mean? <laughs> it's accepted in France. That's not that's not a life's work. Do something else, please, please. I know, I know. What really caught my eye is in the story they referred to her like I am not kidding. They called her. The Joan of Arc of Kale. Oh, God. And can I just say, whatever you feel about Joan of Arc, she died for a purpose. You know, yes. she was burned at the stake for what she considered to be some worthwhile concepts, which yeah. I'm not sure are underpinning the Kale Project. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so I was feeling pretty guilty about my use of kale. I'm totally off the hook now because she is so much worse off than me when it comes to... That's uh, right. You know, there's going to be a whole, like, kale tourism industry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll just call it the kale conundrum. What is, it, what is it that all of a sudden made kale so captivating? I, I want to go on a kale-free vacation. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. That and that brings us right back to the colonoscopy. That's that's what that's essentially what it is. Anyway. Wow, wow, Liz. Well, thank you, thank you for sharing about that. (laughs) A lot of roughage talk today. 
Yeah, a lot of reference talk. Well, I'm in preparation too, sisters, I have to say. Um, but in my, in my situation, I'm just sort of accepting who I am, where I am, how I am. So, but I what am. What brought that on? Whoa, Julie. I'll tell you what brought that on, Liz, is this week on Friday night, I am going to talk about a scary number. I am going to my 40th high school reunion. Oh, my God. Yes, that's right. Now, this is the same high school, small Catholic girls high school in Connecticut that Liz and I actually graduated from. And uh, <laughs> I say that, um, and, and that Sheila and Monica attended, I think is the word we used, right? Yes, we definitely did, Monica. We, we attended, but we were sent home from there. <laughs> <laughs> our, our, our attendance, our attendance was not was not recognized or appreciated. We did not matriculate there, but we did. We were familiar because we did attend that school for a brief period. You did matriculate there, Monica. That's the beginning. You just never got to the end. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you had a good, better chance of matriculating than I did. Yes, I did. You brought but her down. Bev, Sheila, you brought her down. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And you See, were... Sheila, I could have formed some lifelong friends like Julie and be returning to my 40th reunion. No. But, but you made us come home from that school. I did. I did. I, I, did, I, I took the school station wagon a few times. I mean, I think, you know, we were doing community service and we made some stop-offs. That's all. You know? That's Seeing all. Seeing the world. Well, somehow, Julie, you're finding your way back there. That is really, that's gutsy because. That is, that, why do you think it's gutsy? Well, be, I mean, you've, you spend a lot of time with your college friends. Yes. And that's nice that your, your closest college friends have stayed in touch all of these years. But are you actually in touch? Some of your, some of your college friends you went to high school with, so not counting them, like, are any of the rest of these people in your life right now? No, Liz. No, no. And I have not been back. I have not been back to our school um, since uh, since the day we graduated. That was that. Well, I guess maybe I came to your graduation, but right. after that, um, uh, uh-uh. so this is um, this is I'm, I'm taking a big journey back. So, as I said, it's too late to do anything, you know, about who I am, where I am, or how I am. But here's the thing that I'm really terrified about, sisters, and I need your help is. I do not think I'm going to recognize people. And I and when you are in a small class, there are only yes in the class. There is this expectation that you are going to know, right. you're going to remember who these people are. And either it's because of, you know, I just don't think I'm going to be able to come up with their name, even if I recognize them. Or, you know, after 40 years, things happen, right? Right. And right. Maybe, maybe I'm not going to recognize them. Maybe, you know, maybe there's been some physical change that's going to in some way. <laughs> yeah. But what am I going to say? How am I going to, like, I, you know, I have my yearbook out. I'm studying it. But I here's what I do, Julie. This is because I go to a lot of meetings where I know that I've met the people before, but like a year ago, and I'm never going to remember what they look like. Google Images is actually excellent for that. So if you, like, you could methodically. Oh, you that's could, good. You could work through the names of all of the girls in your high school class. And chances are they're all on Google somewhere. They're somewhere out there in the Internet. There is a more recent photo. So you could just refresh your memory by typing in those names once at a time at Google Images. And there's a good chance you'll be able to get a more recent shot of them. 
this, Liz, that is astounding and frightening <laughs> to me and ingenious at the same time. That's good. Mm. That's- but, Julie, don't let on that you know what they've been up to. Right. Because then they'll know you've been searching on Google for them. <laughs> just just to help you recognize them. You're right, Monica. I, I think it is kind of stalky when people say, oh, yeah, I understand you've been doing this or that. That's not good. People should Google in secret. Keep it to yourself that you did any Googling at all. Okay. All right. I think that's- Hopefully there'll be name tags with large print. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's the thing, Julie, you look exactly the same Mm -hmm. and you haven't changed. I mean, people will recognize you immediately. They come over to you. Hi, Julie. Just take a quick look at their name tag. But see, I'm thinking that there might not be name tags just because, again, it's a small class. We all know each other. Many of these, uh, many of the girls that are in my class have attended other reunions. They go, you know, they are, you know, they go back to the school. They live in the area. They have more, you know, they go to the school a lot. I'm just worried there won't be name tags. So that's. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be rough. I just going <laughs> to. I mean, my big question is, is Dachi Schrady coming back? <laughs> Just text Sheila. She's, up. she's probably like a wall. She's probably like, uh, you know, a Wall Street, you know, tycoon or something. Like she was the she was definitely the biggest hippie in the school. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but but she was a fascinating character. Right. So right? that would be interesting to see if she returns. Okay. And has changed either her first or her last name. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's Doug Schrady now. You yeah. don't know. It could be. We could have some of those, you know, and all and all is good. That's the way I that's that's the way I feel about it. So anyway, that's um that's my big thing. That's brave. So I, I Liz, I Google images, okay, who knew? But that's just yeah. a slight refresher course. You know? Yeah. I yeah. bet most of them will turn up somewhere. Yeah, that's good. As long as I can, you know, have some kind of head start. So uh um, that that's good. And then the only other the, uh, back to school news I have, which and I wanted to ask um, Sheila about it, about it is I was over visiting with my granddaughter, Alice, who's in first grade. And um, she was very excited um, because she received a um, commendation from her teacher and it was on the refrigerator at her house. And her mother told me it was a big deal that this commendation and that Alice was the third person in the class to get this commendation. Wow. The teacher, you know, told um, my son and daughter-in-law that they should really celebrate this. And so I was interested to see what she got the commendation for. And it was, um, a, it was for a 12-point behavior plan. <laughs> 12 points? That's a lot to remember in the first grade. Yeah, but listen to the items. These are good. um, One was standing in line. One is is standing in line quietly. Okay, that was a whole separate category of bad behavior that you had to. uh, One was no talking during shh time. That's SH time. I don't know if you have shh time at your school, Sheila, but that was good. One was for putting her pen, pencil, and glue stick back in the red bags. <laughs> and it just goes on and on. But there are 12 points that yes. she had to accomplish. And, um, and it's it, it following was, directions, Jewel. 
Okay, so this is important. I was, uh, I, you know, it seemed it seemed quite elaborate and extensive, um, and uh, quite a bit to accomplish in the first month in school. But she could, uh, she could all the points. That's great. Yeah. So why why do teachers do this, Sheila? Why because what? unless they're sitting or standing quietly, you can't do anything with them. Like unless they stay in their seat and 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 not move, or in that case, stand in line without like beating on each other, like <laughs> you know, you just jumping around or pushing or giggling, right? Or, or giggling. And but putting your pencil back, it's all because that's order, Julie. And without order, you cannot teach, especially in first grade, because basically you spend the whole first month of first grade trying to get them to sit down without touching each other. (laughs) (laughs) And that if you have accomplished, if Alice is self-contained, as they say, And she stays on task, as they say. She's a winner. Okay, that's good. That's, yeah, that's everything. Self-contained and on task. Okay. (laughs) No, I I had, I did my goals for my parents. I had them speak their goals, and I had the children write down three goals. And a lot of my kids wrote (laughs) that their first goal was to walk in a straight, silent line. (laughs) Wow, you've really had an impact on your students, Sheila. And I said, I made a joke. I said, I I didn't want you to think this was like West Point. I said, but it's very important in third grade when we take a lot of field trips that we have their attention. But that was was a big goal for a lot of my kids. They really want to do it. Okay. Okay. That, well, congratulations. You have already had that impact on them. Well, um, I'm sure Alice will get more commendations for the content of her work (laughs) now that she's learned how to be self-contained. Okay, Uh self-contained. Liz, you have, you went back to school this past week, too, didn't you? You were sort of at a... I did. I was at a forum, a summit of sorts. We talked about this on last weekend's show. I was leaving to go to a meeting that they call Google Zeitgeist, which is Google invites a bunch of executives from uh, around the world to come to this two-day meeting and just talk about things. You know, they have all of these presenters. It was... That part of it was really, really fascinating. It was everything from, well, you know, your personal favorite, Larry Summers, Julie. Oh. Um, <laughs> Larry Summers was there. On the other end of the spectrum, Gabrielle Giffords was there. That was really amazing to see. She and her husband, uh, Mark. Uh, Mark had to help her up onto the stage. She was a little bit unsteady, and she suffers from aphasia, as you've probably read in the news. Um, but it's pretty emotional to see Gabrielle Giffords yeah. and hear her speak. So, um, so that was great. Then there was a guy who makes paper airplanes, and he was fascinating, uh, followed by an actual, <coughs> excuse me, an actual Google Hangout with a Syrian freedom fighter. So he was in Syria in an undisclosed location, and they were doing an interview with him about what was going on right now in Syria. So that was that was really fascinating. And then, of course, Malcolm Gladwell. He has a new book coming out next week on David and Goliath, or yeah, I think it's called David and Goliath. But it's the I think 
all of us should read it, but Julie especially, because you've worked at a lot of elite institutions, elite academic institutions over the course of your career. And it's Malcolm Gladwell sort of looking at the differences between elite institutions and more open institutions, less competitive institutions, and what their results actually are. So, and he was very funny. He talked about what he called elite institution cognitive disorder, which is just basically that because everybody at an elite institution thinks they're smarter than everyone else, the people at that elite institution who are not at the top of the heap at that elite institution actually end up leaving that elite institution thinking they are dumber than they ever were. So it's just, anyway, I can't, wow. I can't even explain it, but that was all. So all of that was interesting, but what I had previewed for you last week when we were chatting is that I got a drive in the Google driverless car. And, oh, wow, Liz. And I got to demo Google Glass. So We saw that on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm, if you mm-hmm. haven't already, you can join the Satellite Sisters group and see Liz with her, with her Google Glasses on. Yeah, so let's start with the car. The car is super cool. This is the car that can drive itself, and it anticipates hazards, and it, it has sort of a laser thing on the top so that it can read the landscape. Obviously, I am not qualified to explain to you how it works. Uh, it is way too complicated. But before, So I have a picture of me on the outside of the car, but they said, please don't take a picture inside the car. And I thought, ooh, I can't wait to see what's inside the car. Well, inside the car, it's actually the same car you have, Julie. It's a, it's a Lexus SUV. And so what they've done is they've tricked out a Lexus, which is well, obvious that they didn't need to build the whole car themselves. What they're trying to do is control the car. They don't need to inv- reinvent the car. Uh, but as you drive along, so there was the driverless car. Somebody on the Facebook group noted that in my picture, there appeals to, appears to be someone behind the wheel. And yes, in fact, for safety's sake, there is a demo driver behind the wheel. But the driver is not touching anything. Then in the passenger seat, there is another demo person who has the laptop where you can see the display of everything the car is seeing and knowing, and it anticipates yellow lights, and it knows where there's oncoming traffic, and it decides on its own if it needs to change a lane or not. It is, uh, it's pretty unbelievable. It's so much so that you have to keep reminding yourself that no one's driving the car. <laughs> do you talk to it? Nope. Do you nope. say, like, I want to pull out of this space now? And Nope. It knows. I, at some point, you have to tell it where you're going. Okay, you just tell it the destination? Yeah, yeah. You tell it the destination, and it goes there. And everything else on the way, it is sort of sensing and knowing. So the trick, Monica, is, that's, is that the car can only go places that it's been before. Essentially, they're in the process of mapping all of the streets in the entire world, as they do, like with Street View, (laughs) so that it's already in the, on the hard drive, so the car knows where it is, no matter where you are. So many streets, so little time. (laughs) 
but it was. I think it sounds fantastic, Liz. I, you know, I would love to have a driver driverless car. Right? <laughs> you, that actually would be safer on the road for you, Julie. Well, th- this is what I thought was the most provocative part of the demo, Julie. That it's obviously they're all technologists and scientists and engineers, so they can figure out how to do this, and sooner or later they will, and they will be able to commercialize the car. But when they started to talk about why do that, they made the point that it will allow whole new subsets of people to drive, you know, starting with people who are vision impaired. Now they'll be able to drive. Older people, like as you recall, we had to take the car away from our mother and father at a certain Mm -hmm. point. So part of their thinking about this is that senior citizens would be able to continue to be mobile because the car would be doing the driving, not your 83-year-old father. Aha. Uh-huh. So think about that a little bit. Then they said, and then younger people would also be oh, able to God. drive. So that's when I, I started imagining, like, Sheila's third graders. <laughs> <laughs> if the car was really safe, would you let a bunch of third graders go out right. for a ride together? It really yeah. was. When you started to think about the implications of it, that part was even more interesting to me than the technology. I'm sure for most people, the technology is so mind-blowing. But I just want it to work and be safe, and they'll figure that out sooner or later. But then, so imagine just all the new parts of the population that can be out tooling around safely on their own, even if their own skills wouldn't allow them to operate a car. Kind of fascinating, isn't it? And that's why, and Monica, that's why we do not get invited to the Google zeitgeist. (laughs) We're just trying to drive our car. That's it. Keep it on the road. Keep it on the road. So then I tried Google Glass, you know, which is actually a lot better than I thought it was. I had imagined that it was glasses that come down in front of your eye and then like minority report, kind of all kinds of information flashing in front of you all the time, very high distraction factor and why on earth would anyone want to go through life with a screen between them and actual life. It's not quite that. What it is is there's a little piece of glass that's sort of up and to the right. So their position is that instead of looking down at a screen that would be on your phone or on your laptop, you can always keep your eyes up and you just sort of flick them up a little bit more and you're going to see like an incoming email or something like that. But my favorite part is that, unlike the car, Monica, you asked, do you talk to it? No, but you do talk to Google Glass. And, and to get it all fired up, you say, okay, Glass. <laughs> Which I just think is funny. Yeah, that is funny. You, but you can say, like, okay, okay Glass, uh, what day is the first day of winter this year? And Glass will go Google it for you. And then the answer comes up on your screen. So it's like you can Google things, you can read your email, all of the kinds of things you could do in various other mobile devices, it's going to be doing for you. And Julie could have her classmates flashing up there in the right corner with their names and their maiden names. Exactly, Monica. See? But on the other hand, she would be talking to her glasses. Okay. But then she was weird. (laughs) Total weirdo. (laughs) 
I thought a lot about that, that, you know, five or ten years ago, people walking down the street talking to themselves were very suspicious. Now you just assume they're talking on their phones, right? Mm -hmm. So this is the next version of that. People are just going to be ordering their glasses around (laughs) and uh, to find out what they need to find out. And uh, maybe we will get used to that. They're super light, by the way. You barely know you have them on your face. So, so did you buy them? You have them on the fa- your face, Liz. I mean, it's, I mean, what? they work on some fashion with those Google <laughs> Yes. I did not buy a pair, Monica, but they, I am allowed to, if I want to buy a pair, I am allowed to enroll in the Glass Explorer Club. Oh, my God, Liz. Which means I would be a product <laughs> tester. And I, I think that it is, I think it's fantastic. Do it. No, I, I actually, I thought maybe Colin, Leon's son would enjoy being a glass explorer. So I was thinking I could buy Colin. And when Colin heard about it and, you know, told his robotics class, wouldn't, wouldn't you be the coolest kid in high school if you had these and you were a product tester, but then I actually got the email just the other day that is the instructions about how to enroll in the Glass Explorer program, and you have to be 18. So, uh, unfortunately, Colin will not be able to participate in that. So, there you go. That's the, that's the Google Car and Google Glass. And, you know, the, I still worry about the whole scourge of multitasking, right, that you're still yeah. trying to do so many things at once. I am a big believer in the, maybe there are parts of your day where you should bring your life back to just, just one-on-one, or maybe just the concept of alone with your own thoughts. So that's it. Maybe, maybe we should still leave a little bit of time for that. But this stuff was incredibly, incredibly cool. And actually just fun to demo and to think that, that wow, there are people that really dream this stuff up all day. Good, Good for them. Uh, All right. Back to reality. (laughs) That's like TED Talk on steroids. I mean, that's that's a whole new level. (laughs) Oh, one last thing. Speaking of back to reality, I know this doesn't sound real to you guys, but we'll we'll wrap up now. We're just about we're just about done with this week's show. Julia, you're probably already prepping in your mind Tuesday show, but uh, this afternoon I'm actually running off to uh, to get a little bit of personal prep because I will be at the Emmy Awards tonight. Oh, sorry. So, okay. Okay. I, I hate to, I hate to, Liz, yeah. I'm going to be present at your personal prep because I am getting my hair done at the same salon today. I know. They texted me when they realized I'm both of us. about that. <laughs> I know that you are going on to bigger and better things. So if you want to ignore me, like we've had this conversation, sometimes you want me in your world, sometimes you don't. So I'm totally cool. <laughs> if you just want to, like, just nod, no. that's fine. Sheila, you know, it's a, no, it'll be fun to see you. I can't believe you come all the way across town to go to this salon. Like, that's very ambitious to well, come I'm from Pasadena to Santa Monica. Very dedicated and... Uh, you know, I just want to look my best. Yeah. You know, because yeah. we don't know how old I am, but I still want to look better than at my age. Okay. But we'll be looking for you tonight, Liz, in the Emmy, at the Emmys, okay? Yeah, I'll be in the way back, Julie. The way, 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 way back. But uh, I thought even way back there, 
my gray roots were risky. So that is, <laughs> that is my, my hair mission today, Sheila. It's not, not getting my hair cut or anything. It's just a little bit of a color touch up. And then I'm going across the street to benefit and they'll do my face. And then I go, nice. that's it. Oh, I, oh, like I have one question for you guys. I haven't actually decided what to, what to wear, but it seems to be, I have two choices. My choice is either <laughs> The wedding dress. The, either the, either the black dress I wore to the rehearsal dinner or the colorful dress I wore to Megan's wedding. Which would you choose? The wedding dress, hands down. The wedding, wedding dress. Wedding dress, Luz. Okay. There you go. Thank you, sisters. That's yes. No problem. That's what we're here for. <laughs> I just needed okay. a ruling on that. All right. Everybody have a good week. You okay. too, Liz. Uh, and uh, get ready for that birthday, Sheila. Yes. And we're the Satellite Sisters. You can always find us at SatelliteSisters.com. You can post anything you want on our Facebook group, uh, the Satellite Sisters Facebook group. We also have a fan page, and there's stuff going on there. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.